It is BS.show. That's who we are. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together, we get together every morning for two hours, and we make BS, right? Yep. <laughs> That's what Plenty we do. Plenty of Brad and Shelly. Plenty of BS. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First off, we talked about this on Monday, this uh, thing that happened, this accident where uh, a tractor trailer carrying 100 monkeys had an accident. You know what I'm talking about? The monkeys got, uh, they were in like crates. They're going to some research center. Remember we talked yeah, about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that. And a couple of the monkeys got out of the crates and they were chasing them around the whole bit. I think it happened over the weekend. Now, there's a woman who's come forward who she said she was on the scene. She was right behind the accident and she touched a couple of the monkey crates. Not necessarily the monkeys. Now, she's come down with some crazy weird disease. That they don't know. Uh-uh. They don't know what's wrong with her. Seriously. So what was interesting was, now this is a true story. This come out, and now they're saying they're saying, well, and the monkeys were were headed to a research facility. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So and they were imported from some foreign country stuff like that. So who do you ask when you have something weird like that? Hmm. You ask doc, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci is the expert on that kind of thing. And he, why would you ask Dr. Fauci? Well, he's already come out and said the reason why that woman is sick is because she didn't have her M95 mask on. That's the monkey 95 mask. That's, that, you're, you're teasing. Stop it. <laughs> no, they, he came out and said, well, she's, she's sick because she wasn't wearing her, M, her monkey 95 mask. If she would have had her monkey 95 mask on, she would be fine. I can't do a good Dr. Fauci. I come close to it. Right. No, seriously, though. I'm kidding about that. That's BS. But she's, I know. she's sick. And now they're saying all the firefighters and all the emergency personnel and the people who came to clean up, they're all going to test them because they think these monkeys had some kind of weird disease. Isn't this like some Stephen King novel or something like that? It some, is. Some crazy weird story, like something you'd see like on on Jack Ryan, you know, like Jack Ryan fights the diseased monkeys, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, okay. Here's, here's the number two. I Sometimes you read these things and it's like, okay, this is BS. You know, sometimes you and I kid about things and they're true. University of Washington, not Washington University, but University of Washington, which I believe is in Washington State, has put out their technology department. The the IT department has released an inclusive language guide, and it lists a number of problematic words that are racist, sexist, homophobic, ageist, and ableist. Now, you know what ableist is? No. Ableist is if you think someone who is in a wheelchair is a bad person or is like incapable of doing things you're an ableist so in other words a racist says that things are bad because of race a sexist says that you know you have biased against if you're a man you're a sexist if you don't think women can do things an ableist is someone who has full use of all their limbs and can walk and talk and move around stuff like that and they go well that person's on crutches they're they're less than a person that's an ableist okay I'm going like, I'm okay. ne- I've never, have you ever heard that term before? I have not. Neither have I. So anyway, these are the terms that they're, they're a bunch of words that are problematic words that are racist, sexist, ageist, ableist, and homophobic. According to the guide, words such as grandfather, housekeeping, minority, ninja, and lame are considered problematic words. For example, the language guide states that the word lame is considered problematic because it's ableist. 
if you're lame, you're physically, if you have a horse who's lame, that horse can't walk, right? A lame horse. So if you have a person, and you know, people say, oh, that guy's really lame, okay? What you're not saying that the guy can't walk, you're saying that he's just sort of, eh. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. You've used the word lame before, right? Yes. I think everybody has. The word is offensive, even when it's used in a slang or for uncool, because it's using a disability in a negative way to imply that the opposite, which would be not lame, to be superior, the guide states. The guide also states that the term minority implies less than attitude toward a certain community. When minorities used to refer to other races or abilities used a generalized term for the other and implies a less than attitude toward the community or communities being discussed, the guide states, the guide considers grandfather problematic word because the term was used, quote, as a way to exempt some people from a change because of conditions that exist before the change. In other words, you say, well, you know, hey, you made a left turn there, you know, uh, at the intersection and in last week there was no left turn sign. And you would say, well, I, I, I'm a grandfathered in. I can make left turns anywhere I want, right? Housekeeping is another problematic word that guide recommends should be avoided by others working in the information technology industry because it can, it can feel gendered. Phrases, which sir, phrases with man, manpower, man hours, man in the middle, considered not inclusive and thus sexist. The language guide also considers preferred pronouns as problematic because the term preferred suggests that a person's pronoun is optional. (laughs) What? (laughs) Language such as no can do, spirit animal, and separating groups based on certain colors is racist are culturally inappropriate. According to the language guide, using... Spirit animal (laughs) is racist or inappropriate? Yes. Do you have a spirit animal? If, I, I've heard people talk about their spirit animals, and little do they know they're being racist, okay? <laughs> Using colors based as racist tropes, labeling white as good, black as bad, red as attackers, or yellow as excluded third parties is offensive, the guide states. The term spirit animal is also problematic because it uses cultural appropriation, according to the guide. Because isn't there some religion that talks about spirit animals? I, I think there's some kind of religion. They're saying it's cultural appropriation. Employees within the University of Washington Information Department are also encouraged to contact vendors who use the problematic words and phrases and ask them to avoid the terms from racist. Here's what you're supposed to do. If you if you work in this department and you get an email from a vendor or somebody who contacts you, you this is this is the language you're supposed to. You're supposed to email them back. Okay, you ready for this? So you get what I'm saying? So in other words, if you work in this Washington, University of Washington, not Washington University, this is the University of Washington someplace in Washington State, and you get, like, let's say I'm trying to sell you paper clips, and you work in the IT department, and I send you uh, an a, a email, and I say, hey, I, I think I like your spirit animal. And <laughs> I've offended you. So you're supposed to, this is exactly what, you're supposed to copy and paste this in. Unfortunately, in working with your product service, we have identified language that can be considered offensive due to its racist, ableist, and or sexist origins. Can you let us know what efforts you are undertaking to move away from this language so as to create a more inclusive product service? <laughs> Shall I don't even know what to say. <laughs> You're supposed to. Weird. So let's say you and I are trying to sell some advertising to a client and some guy says to you, hey, Shelly, you're a very nice woman. And you go like, well, hold on a minute. Woman contains man, right? So this person is being sexist because I'm not a woman. I'm a, are you ready for this? I heard this the other day. A, a, um, 
I don't even know if I want to say this. I heard this on another station. I'm thinking to myself, is this BS? Is this guy doing what we do? And I looked it up, and sure enough, it was true. What is it? You are a menstruator. I'm sorry? You're a menstruator. You're not a woman. You're a menstruator. Mens- you know, you know, menstruate. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Menstruation. You know, you know what I'm talking about? A bleeder? Well, <laughs> essentially, that's what that's what they want to they want to refer to women not as women because once again, woman has man in it and women has men in it. So what? But the crazy part of it is, doesn't menstruation have men in it? I mean, isn't doesn't it start with M E N? I'm going like, okay, that makes no sense. We can't call a woman a woman or a man because it has man and men in it but yet menstruation has an men in it which i'm going like i don't get it i don't i just like i'm just like i don't i don't understand what's going on and you know and can imagine can you imagine being a comedian nowadays like trying to be funny you know and you, and like everything you say is being like looked at like you know with like a microscope like oh he talked about he talked about he said something about red well that that he's 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 inferring that it's it's like an indian and he said something about yellow. He's referring to someone from Asia. Okay, whatever. You know, God. Now, I have to tell you something. Something bad is happening in St. Charles County. What's that? Remember, remember, you met my old boss, Ron Grubbs. I did, yes. When I moved into St. Charles County in 1984, I bought a house. And I said to Ron, hey, Ron, I'm buying a house in St. Charles County. This is my boss. And Ron looked at me and says, hey, congratulations, St. Charles County, huh? Is it a single or a double wide? Okay. That was Ron. Okay. Yes. Sort of, you know, and once again, where did he live? He lived in, he lived in Chesterfield. And I was moving into St. Charles County. So he was one of the chosen few. And I wasn't because I was moving into St. Charles County. Okay. St. Charles County, once upon a time, had a reputation. Yeah. Matter of fact, <laughs> did I ever tell you the Steve Elman story? I don't think so. Steve El- Elman, the county executive from St. Charles County, told me this story once. Not that I, Steve and I are best buddies, but I went to a county council meeting one night, and after the meeting was over, Steve came over to talk to me. I've met him a few times. He's a nice guy. I, you know, I have tremendous respect for him because he's not a crazy lunatic politician. Some people may say he is, but I think he's sort of a down-to-earth kind of guy. He comes over to me because I made a presentation about how St. Charles County should not get involved in this better together thing. You know, remember the better together with St. Louis and St. Louis County. And there was a point when the better together people wanted to pull St. Charles County into the mix. Where St. Charles County, St. Louis County, St. Louis City would be the same thing. It would be like, you know, it would be like, wouldn't be any different. We'd be, we'd be part of St. Louis City, St. Louis County. It would be like one big monstrous county. And he came over and sat down to me. He says, hey, he says, I'm going to tell you a story about my younger years. Because he's born and raised in St. Charles, in St. Charles City. And he tells me this story about how he gets set up on a date. A friend of his says, hey, I know this before he's married. You know, and he's dating, a young guy. I think he was in law school at the time. And he's, you know, his friend of his, hey, I got this friend of mine. And boy, she's so nice. I think you and her would get together real well. So he says, okay, fine. Give me your name and number. I'll call her. So he calls her up. They have a conversation. Hey, let's go to dinner. So she lives in St. Louis County, and he lives in St. Charles County, lives in St. Charles City. So he goes to pick her up, and 
as, you know, knocks on her door, she comes out, and as they're walking out to get into his vehicle, and I'll use that term right now, she says to him, well, you can't be from St. Charles County. And he says, why is that? And she says, well, you don't have a pickup truck. He's driving a car. (laughs) So once again, back in the day, (laughs) if you were from St. Charles County, you had to have a pickup truck. So here is what's happening to St. Charles County. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions, Shelly, and I want some answers. Okay. You ready? Yes. How many white castles are there in Ladue? Two. No, there are none. How many white castles in Frontenac? One. None. How many white castles are there in town and country? One. Zero. How, this is a trick question. You're not getting where I'm going with this. How many white castles are in Wildwood? None. How many white castles are there in Huntley? None. Okay, so you see a trend here. All the pricey neighborhoods have no white castles. None in Ladue. How many white castles in Clayton? You know Clayton. How many white castles in Clayton, Shelley? I have no idea. Zero. There's no white castles in any of those cities. Clayton, really? Zero. Clayton in Ladue and Wildwood and Frontenac and all those places. I mean, like, no white castles. Zero. So, in other words... You consider those to be all sort of Tony suburbs, you know, like, oh, my God. You know, the guy drives up, you're, you're, in, your, you're in your Rolls Royce, and the guy next to you drives up and rolls down his window. Pardon me, sir, do you have any great Poupon? That, that kind of neighborhood, right? Yep. That's what's happening in St. Charles County because we're losing White Castles. First, it was the White Castle in Lake St. Louis, closed some years back. I used to go to that White Castle. Now, the White Castle on Mid-Rivers Mall Drive, right across from Skuckuckuckuckuck, is closed. No, it isn't. It is. They closed it. It's closed. The signs are off the building. Did they really? It is closed. It's closed. And see what's happening. As as St. Charles County becomes more affluent, they're closing all the White Castles. I doubt that that has a direct correlation. It's a direct correlation. they They didn't move them into Ladue. I guarantee you that. I'm telling you. It's the WCI. You know what the WCI is? No. The White Castle Index. The more affluent a neighbor, neighborhood is, the less White Castles it has. So as St. Charles County becomes more affluent, they're knocking out the White Castles. So right now, I'm going like, okay, well, this is not good. We've still got the one there in 94 Prowley. That's still, still open. The one there on the South Service Road, which, by the way, you know, the, you know the story behind the one on the South Service Road there in St. Peter's, just, just near Jungerman? You know the story on that one? Uh, no. For a while, that used to be the farthest west White Castle in the country. Once you got west of that White Castle, there were no more White Castles. If you were driving west in 70, there were none. And then, you know, and then they opened up. But, and the, the, the story was, because <laughs> I remember this from a, a, somebody I knew who was going to Mizzou at the time, one of the fraternity pranks was they would send the plebes, the ple- you know, the, the pledges, to get white castles, and they had to bring them back hot. So they would send the fraternity pledges. They would have to drive from Columbia all the way to St. Peter's, bring back you know, a couple hundred white castles, and they had to figure out how to keep them hot. I don't know what they did, but that was the whole deal, and they had to bring them back hot. So that's where they went. Well, now it doesn't work anymore because they have a white castle in Columbia. So now the White Castle in Columbia is the furthest west White Castle in the United States. 
because the ones in Kansas City are all gone. They shut them down. Because once again, you know why that was? Kansas City became too affluent. So they shut all the White Castles down. Are you sure about this? I'm 100% sure. Or is it's, this just something that you're drumming it's up? It's the WCI, the White Castle Index. Why would the White Castle in Lake St. Louis go out of business? Because now, have you driven around that area, right, Lake, Lake St. Louis? La-di-da, all those fancy schmancy houses back there? Oh, my God. There's no, there's no trailer parks back there in Lake St. Louis. And once again, in St. Peter's, you, I bet right now, see, now here's what's interesting. I don't know if that White Castle on Mid-River is across from Skuckakukka. And if you know, you know what Skuckakukka is, right? I do. <laughs> St. Charles Community College of Climate Control or something like that. Skuckakukka. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if that's in St. Peter's or Cottleville because, you know, it's sort of weird. The line is sort of weird. Most of the time, everything on one side of Mid-River's Wall Drive is Cottleville. Like, for example, the Schnooks is in Cottleville uh, right there. Um, but yet across the street, the, like, you know, like the, the, the restaurants there on Mid-River's, like the, what is it, the Taco Hell and all those places, um, they're not. They're in, like, St. Peter's. So anyway, I don't know if that one on Mid-River's was in Cottleville and St. Peter's. But once again, the WCI. So that area is becoming more affluent. You know, you look at that fancy subdivision that used to be a golf course back there, just one traffic light up where the Circle K is. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. There used to be a golf course, fancy schmancy subdivision back there. Matter of fact, I see, as a matter of fact, the Bi-State bus pulls up there and drops off the, all the butlers and maids that go back in that subdivision because everybody in that subdivision has a butler and a maid now. So they probably go, oh, well, there's a white castle down the street. We have to get it closed. So they probably went to Mayor Pagano and said, you know, we, we moved into this fancy schmancy subdivision and there's a white castle in there. And he probably said, well, I'll take care of them. You don't think that happened? It probably did. <laughs> you don't believe me. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, okay. <laughs> you ready for this? This is my this is my my niece <laughs> who's the school teacher. FYI, the Whitey's in Lake St. Louis is now a pot store. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> That's what she says. And she lives near there. She lives up the street from there. She lives in but see once again, she's she's a she's a <laughs> she's a fancy schmancy teacher. She makes three hundred thousand dollars a year and she, and she gets driven to school in a Ferrari. <laughs> and the smartest woman in the world just sent me a map of all the white castles. Hold on, let me look at this. <laughs> uh yeah, sure enough, I'm right. Hold on. Um WC is a local restaurant, not a national chain. No, they're all over the place. But no, they're they're. I think they are a national chain. But they're in they're in New York because of the fact that if you go back and watch, wasn't it Saturday Night Fever? Don't they go to White Castle or is that Wayne's World? I think it's Wayne's World. Okay, she's definitely calling BS on my theory of the White Castle Index. How can that be? <laughs> and she says, but yes, it's super sad, and I miss my White Castles. <laughs> so now we have. Not one, but two White Castles in St. Charles County. They're no longer there. God, is that makes me sad. You know, now, you know what you and I should do? We should go and have some White Castles and Facebook Live it. No, we should contact a real estate agent and see if we can buy the old White Castle right there in Mid-River Mall Drive and turn that into the studios. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that that be, would be fun. Wouldn't that be a riot? We could have the drive-through where listeners can come by and request songs. Hey, go through our drive-through and request a song. 
And then when they come through, we could we can give them a $20 bill. And Shelly would say, but there's no free lunch. We not, we're not giving you, you we're not, we're not going to require anything. You We're just, this is a free lunch, right? Okay. Are you mad at me? No. I gave you a clipboard. Well, I wouldn't know that yet. It's at the office. It's on your desk. I know. I'll have to go see it. I'm from Missouri. You got to show me. And don't forget to turn in your keys. <laughs> 726. You're not even a comment on that one? Nope. <laughs> 726. Christy, thank you for much, so much for your information, but I disagree with you. It is a sign of things to come. Pretty soon, St. Charles County is going to be like Ledoux. No White Castles.